0: (laughs) hello i'm pete can laughter leader positive thinker and entrepreneur and you're listening to laughter and positivity with pete where each week i'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier more positive life ready let's go okay guys thank you so much for tuning into this week's laughter and positivity with pete and uh, this week, I am very honoured to have the man himself, Mr. Mark Meyer. How are you, Mark? <laughs> I'm all, I'm all right, Pete. I'm good. No one's ever
1: introduced me uh, so reverently as that, that before. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Well, you you a state agency legend, and um,
1: yeah. That, yeah, that's that's um you know that's true.
0: Yep. Perfect, perfect. And um so I mean the reason I've introduced you in that way, Mark, was because um we've we've got a bit of a relationship, I think, do not we, mate? We've got uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know when when I will tell you what, let's let's start on how, how we first met each other. That's probably a good good start of the story, I think. So do you want to yeah. go or shall I? Uh, you you go, Pete. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're all good to go.
1: You, you go and introduce what happened. How, okay. How
0: so 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 Mark, you were we were at a um, uh, conference and um, uh, you were you were talking. You were sat. You actually sat on my table before you got up and talked. And uh, so then you're talking. You're you're telling a story, and, and you're going to tell me a bit of your story in a minute and tell the listeners. And but anyway, you, you, you then looked at me and went, "I saw Pete's video." And I sat there like a rabbit in a headlight, like just going, "What video? What video did you see? What video?" And um, just explained how, because I think the video was about how I, what I was working with Martin Norbury, was whose event it was. And then, um, and then you came back. I like you st- t- t- told the story about your story, and then you came and sat down at the table. And then I just sort of started chatting to you. I was just like, "Wow, that's amazing uh, that the video had so much of an impact." But from there, what spawned from there was the fact that we then, I think we we touched a bit on the miracle morning that evening day, but it was the following morning that we actually both started chatting about the fact that we do the miracle morning. And from that day, we've been accountability buddies and, for those that you do listen to the podcast, Accountability Buddies, you, you're obviously aware. It just means that one of us pulls each other. We keep each other accountable each morning. And there are days where we we have to keep each other accountable. Um, and, you know, a pull from the scruff of the neck, are you still on board? And it really, really helped. So that was my side of the story. What was your side? Uh, well, Pete, yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, go back uh, probably about
1: 18 months before <clears throat> before that meeting. Um, I was looking for a, a mentor uh, where our business was um, type of um, trashing us a little bit, to be quite honest. There was a few reasons why uh, myself and my wife, Claire, were struggling with our business and um, very basic reasons, you know, typical business reasons, mainly um, lack of process, um, lack of strategy for growth. Um, and lack of um, shape, you know, basically personal, put your gas mask on first, and then plus get your processes, get your vision in place. And I was looking for a mentor, uh, somebody to reach towards to pull out of of this situation. I know that uh, people sort of like grow through periods of development, and then these sort of periods of negativity, where things go against you, you've got to try and find the right solution to get out and get forward and go on to the next level. And growth is is comes in waves, and I call them learning curves. <clears throat> so we we're on a bit of a negative um, direction, and I, and I found a video of you. And um, if I remember rightly, <laughs> um, <clears throat> you were walking through a field, <clears throat> um, somewhere bizarrely, um, you know, rustic and very green, and you were just talking to the camera. And you were basically just saying, look, you know, I've met Martin Norbury. So we named dropped Martin, um, who's he's an exceptional man. And he <coughs> he has uh, allowed us to have six weeks off so we can be free from our business and we can do whatever we like. And that's what we're doing. And um, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to leave. Uh, we're going, we're going, I think, you know, you go in the next day or you just you just been. And then we're just going to go for it. And because of Martin, it's given us the chance to do that. So Martin run, uh, wrote the book. Um, I don't work Fridays, <clears throat> and I'd already got Martin a bit in my in my picture, and I thought, do you know what? A, that guy reminds me of exactly what I'm all about, and B, <clears throat> that's exactly what I want to do. And uh, obviously, if he's promoting uh, this particular chap, um, he seems like a sort of fellow I can resonate with. So, so I phoned Martin, and and um, if I fast forwarded. Uh, a year I'd spent five, four or five weeks off over the, over the winter. (coughs) I had um, followed Martin Norbury's passage. I'd done what he said um, to do. I'd spent a few weeks in Australia with my family and I was doing a video like yours to people like me um, to recommend, you know, the same guy uh, and, and the same thing. (coughs) And so haven't haven't had that work out so so well. Um, I was extremely grateful for your video, and I'd never met you before. And then there you were at this at this conference, which is really cool because it was it gave me the chance to say thank you because I was sort of looking for a bit of a needle in the haystack, and um, we talked a little bit about serendipity: things turn up when you need them, and I think the world does do that um, if you know what you're looking for. And yeah, you know what I was looking for. Was somebody who could show me how to find, you know, four to six weeks off with my family, and and for me to be in control of my business. And you pointed me in that direction, Pete, and um, I'm very, very grateful for that. Because some of the things that we've done since then have been exceptional. And so your video was, um, you know, an ex You know, it might, might not have been something you felt that you were doing for that reason, but it was a signpost which has made a great difference to me and my family, and my business, to be quite honest. So I'm very grateful
0: for that. It's my pleasure, mate. It's my pleasure. And it, it just shows that, <clears throat> I suppose, when you put things out there, that, that you, you it's just put things out, put, put your true emotions out, put how you really feel about things, because I think it's in, important. And, and like you say, that it's, it's that moment where you know someone will listen to this podcast at some point and get that connection to think, actually, okay, yeah, I, I get that, and it's. I think it's really important. So, 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 obviously, you're an estate agent, Mark, and you've you've got big plans for the future. and And do you want to just let the listeners know, sort of, what what your your vibe is and why you're doing what you do?
1: Yeah, so um, I've been an estate agent for 25 years now, but one of the main things I'm trying to fight against is that corrosive reputation of an estate agency. Um, To me, estate agency is an amazing thing to do because normally if you move someone's house, you can change their life um, and you can broker out their biggest possible investment and you can change their life of either the money or with their location. And I take that um, responsibility very, very seriously. So I've always tried to perfect the estate agency um, skill and the art, what I call the art of estate agency. And so nine years ago, me and my wife created a home-based estate agency that was, its intention was to become uh, one of the country's leading agencies, but we're going to run it entirely from home and uh, no high street visible office. That, that was nearly, well, nearly 10 years ago when we opened it actually. And um, yeah, so we, we now have um, nine different locations across uh, the south uh, where we run our home-based businesses and they are often you know market leading agents and they are very high value based agents um, who have very high capability and in most of their areas they're the quickest selling agent for the best price and they've got the highest sort of core value structure Um, and we're trying to roll that off um, across the UK so, next year we, we aim in 2021, we want um, there to be 20 franchises. Uh, so, at the moment we've got nine. And then in, in uh, 2022, 40. So, we'll have to see how we get on. But our mission is to build um, a, a life, a high quality agency business copied from Australia, really, and a bit from the States and a bit from the UK, some of the best models here. And then just um, deliver that to the people in the UK because um, the art of agency is uh, is brilliant when it's done well. You can make a really big difference to people's lives and done badly. Um, It's a very, uh, you know, it can be really a a really difficult thing when you've got a bad agent. Um, That's not good for anybody. So, yeah, our job is to just make sure that we create a home-based solution. So in the next uh, few years... um, we imagine that there'll be a lot more. There's 26,000 agents in the UK, and nearly all of them have got a high street office, and they won't have in two or four years. So we want to create the model that they should be leaning towards. And so, yeah, we spent a lot of time researching around the world and traveling around the world to get that IP into our business. So it's got an exciting journey, and um, it's doing, yeah, we're doing really well with it. Um, and we, we, we've, we've won some really excellent awards. Uh, it was a great team of people that we have, Pete, to be fair.
0: That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, so that's, that's your business sort of in a nutshell. Um, so, I mean, this, this podcast is uh, laughter and positivity with Pete. So what, um, I, I always like to delve a bit deeper sort of what positive, um, like, uh, habits, I suppose is the word. That's what it says on my screen here. Just read the question, Pete. <laughs> what, what positive habits have you got Mark in your, in your life?
1: Well, I've, I know that uh, when things are going south, I, I, I look at uh, the miracle morning and just look at how much depth I'm putting into that. So the miracle morning is like the foundation stone of, of you know who I am and what I do um, in terms of my daily type of ignition um, and where I'm going to get to in that day. So um, for those who, who who haven't heard of the miracle, uh, miracle morning, um, you start off... Uh, with um help, how Al alrond created the miracle morning and pete I'm sure you've shared this a few times mm-hmm. but every morning my job is to deliver S A V E R S to Pete's WhatsApp. That's my job. And sometimes we don't do it, do we Pete?
0: <laughs> Only sometimes though. Only, Only sometimes. sometimes
1: yeah and um on the whole, um S for silence, A for affirmations, mm-hmm. um V for visualization, visualize today, set it up e for exercise r for reading um uh and um s for scribing s for scribing yeah, yeah. so i've got a journal uh, which um is filled in every day pretty much every day and i put all sorts of different things in so my what i call um so i've got this system which i use as well which Pm i haven't told you about and it's called 10s 25s 50s and 100s i don't know if you've ever heard of it no go on okay so um, so tens are little things like a nice cup of coffee when you wake up like s is is, is uh, meditation you know silence that that's that's a ten so um, affirmations in the morning so they're hanging in my shower um, so you, you know uh, i'm a I'm a great dad um, I listen and um uh, live to my values, um, what my values are, that sort of thing, all those affirmations, they're tens. So so when I've been through them, I just feel a little bit better. So tens give you a little bit of an edge. Tens will be having breakfast with my little boy, dropping my little boy at school, dropping my other little boy at school, playing guitar with my little boy, um, playing football with Jojo, um, taking Claire out for a little meal. They're all tens. They all add up to like a world of fulfillment and little tens, lots of little tens in in your day. Your 25s are those bigger things, like you might be going to um, uh, a weekend away, perhaps, um, you know, something cool where um, I might be going to that conference and meeting people like you, Pete. That's a 25, something that puts me out of my comfort zone a bit. And it it creates, if you like, um, reactions, you know, which change things, you know, positively. They're, They're 25s. 50s are where I've done something which you know is quite significant um I might have gone away to, to Australia for for a few weeks I might have connected with something significant or started something like I've started um a book uh, which I'm working on so um completion of that book would be a 50 and uh, a hundreds are like those big life changing, changing moments like getting married um having babies um and then, you know, if that book got published, um, you know, sort of finishing a book would be one thing, publishing it um, would be another. So I've got these sort of like always layers of fulfillment. I'm working towards um, tens, 25s, 50s and 100s. So so what you want to try and do in my world is try and create, you know, lots of 50s and 100s, you know, trying. But you have to, you have to be grateful. Um, and I know we use gratitude a lot, Pete. So every day... In my journal, I write down all the things I'm grateful for. I write down all my goals. Um, and, yeah, so I think there's a lot of things. Joy is, like, really important. Um, and all those little tens create joy all the time, and it just keeps on knitting its way through. So sometimes if I'm having a, a really, like, downtime, and um, I realise that I'm just not doing my tens, you know. I'm getting up too late. I'm rushing to work. I'm swigging a cu- cup of coffee when I'm on the phone. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm getting home and I'm wiped out. You know, I'm not having a break. I'm not having a lunch break. Um, and I'm just I just feel like a train wreck at the end of the day. And I realise I've had like no one ten, you know, and it's not enough.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. I like I like that um analogy actually. I've not I've not used it before. Um <clears throat> and I must admit, you know, it's it's easy, I suppose, to have the focus on the fifties and the hundreds. But actually, being present for the tens is is definitely something that I know that I'm maybe not so much at the moment because of everything that's going on with the laughter and the way this 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 whole fifty and hundreds pushing at the moment. Um, and it's quite interesting actually. She's chatting to Chloe earlier, and she just said to me like, because she's really excited about what's going on with the laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, getting all these bookings, getting like of people just wanting to book me, which is amazing. All the energy that I put into it is starting to take off. But she's just like, Pete, you. – you're going to burn out. I can see it. I can feel it already coming. And when she sort of said that to me, I sort of clocked it and went, do you know what? Actually she's, she's right because it's going to get to the point where I just want to make everybody happy and do everything that actually I'm not going to be a busy fool. That's not the right word, but I will burn myself. And and um, a couple of people have mentioned it this week is like, just be careful that the laughter doesn't become a chore and it becomes the nemesis. And and I don't think it will. No, it won't, because I'm aware of it, basically. So, um, and I need to get back to that mantra that, again, like Martin will mention his name, but like I don't work Fridays. It's like I didn't work Fridays. I used to do the laughter on the Fridays. Now it's all laughter. There's no chef agency stuff going on that I could really do with maybe that Friday off again now and just going, well, I'll actually, just have a bit of me and Chloe time, a bit of me and the family time. And, um, so thanks for reminding me of that actually with the with the tens, mm. I need to block some stuff off. So, um, how where where did the positive mindset come from? Then would you say?
1: Uh good question, Pete. Uh, I've always been quite positive, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be slight. I'm going to be slightly controversial here on your podcast. Um, Years ago, I used to I used to just when I was in my teens and early early twenties, I used to push the boat out too far, and and um, yeah, you lots of lots of rave times, uh, yeah, mushrooms in the field, lots of camping and looking at the stars like horizontal and stuff, and um, you know I just loved the world after that. I had such a good period of time, and then actually, what happened was it all it all broke down like it always inevitably was going to do. And, um, and the shock waves of, you know, my youth caught up with me and broke, broke me in half. <laughs> so, um, uh, basically, um, uh, I had to fall down to get up. Um, but then once I got up, I type of, you know, realised what the, where the right and wrong was really in my own world. And, um, I do love the world massively and I've really admire lots of people. I'm very grateful for everything. And even when, I went for a period of uh, about two years, a year and a half of extreme clinical depression. I still looked from these little hollow eyes when I was in the year two thousand, and, and I just said, I just still loved the world, but I just couldn't feel it. And I and I I knew it was a great place to be. We're very lucky to be here. Um, it's a magnificent place. It's fun, wonderful, amazing people doing amazing things, magic everywhere, um, but I couldn't feel it. And so after I recovered through that um, years ago, and that was basically all through overindulgence and, you know, getting my head together, um, I've just really, to be quite honest, I've really appreciated just um, finding myself back again. And I've always, funny, something else I do in my journal is I, as I, um, every day I rate my mood and how happy I am. So I actually think how much energy, how much, like, inner power have I got and I rate that from plus 10 to minus 10 so naught is I'm feeling pretty flat but I'm okay minus two is I'm feeling pretty down you know minus four is this is too much I need to change something minus five is out of control um and minus six you don't want to go there <clears throat> um plus one is pretty cool plus two is really cool plus three is awesome Plus four is getting a bit bonkers. Plus five is getting silly. Plus six is very silly. Um, and I'm nearly always um, a plus one to a plus three, and most of the time a plus three person. So I think I'm just built, um, I'm lucky to be built optimistic, um, and that leads me into an entrepreneurial mindset, really, because I think things are just going to work out, you know? Uh, so, yeah, my biggest worry is taking on too much and burnout, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, retrieving tens helps me avoid burnout
0: nice nice I'm gonna take that definitely I do, do, you keep saying it and I'm swiping it it's it's in my mind so um, now not everyone's got a positive mindset out there um, but Everyone can have a positive mindset if they do the right things. I believe. Uh, sometimes it's harder for some people to get there than others. But I mean, what would you, what would you say, sort of, to uh, sort of a memorable story, maybe where you've helped somebody with sort of a positive mindset to support them, sort of maybe through a challenge or a struggle that they were going through.
1: Mm, that's a great question, Pete. Um, what I've learned is uh if people are going for a struggle um probably not to try and have the answers really and just be um just be um available to people rather than be a solution finding all the time. Um when people are known are going through difficulties sometimes go oh yeah I went through that that sort of thing doesn't really help. So um I found uh basically by reflecting on what, what, what meant a lot to me when I was going through a hard time was just people who were just there. Um, even if things were hard, they were just still there, you know, and they didn't, they didn't try and say, uh, what they had done or they didn't try and come up with a solution for that. Um, they, they were just around and they stayed around. So I, I like to think that when people are having a hard time, um, I will still be there for, for all these people, um, that I know, I will not. I will not. Um, <clears throat> I will not retreat. Um, I, I will be available to them all the time, and I will just listen to them. Um, if I was trying to um, instruct somebody and they said, "What will I? What should I do to feel better?" Uh, I would definitely try and give them physical challenges uh, to give them an idea of their personal progress. I would also get them to write a journal mm-hmm. because. Um, there's absolute gold in the, de- the negative times, in my opinion, are just high-speed um, learning, which is too much to take. It's almost like you calibrate it too fast. So I, I actually don't – I'm personally not frightened at all of negativity, um, and that might just be about <clears throat> the things that have happened to me in the past. But if there's negativity, I think there's, uh, there's, there's something to write, and there's something to learn and there's something to change. So there's an opportunity for, for growth. Um, and so I've just boiled into my soul um, that negativity is sometimes very, very hard to, to manage, but, but it's, it's never an ultimate state. You know, it's always a state of um, opportunity. So um, right here in front of me, funny enough, I've got a book by chance called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I don't know if you've read that, but basically The Obstacle is the Way um, basically says when things are hard, then there's an answer right behind there. And it's very um, stoic. It's very based in um, the stoics' thinking, stoic philosophy, where difficulties are signs of opportunity. So I'll give you your laughter Pete for a change you know for I'll switch switch it a bit um, there was difficulty with the chef
0: tree how do you feel n- now you're on the path of of laughter I just I feel uh, i likened I suppose likened it to um mm-hmm. the waves with Chloe basically again I was speaking to her just thinking now like. Uh, okay so first of all whether how i feel about the fact that i'm not laughter i love it i'm pa- i'm so passionate i've just found thing i found i found it i found what i want to do which is amazing and i'm starting to get paid for things get paid for the gigs you know people are people want to book me people want me which is amazing um but i saw i suppose like it took time to get there it took time it was like it's like getting out to that wave isn't it mark you know where where you've got to go through all that just just choppy, and it depends on how big the wave is, depends on how big that choppiness is, and it takes time and time and time to get through there. And, you know, I think, like you mentioned, the fact that, you know, like the obstacle, is the, 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 the solutions at the back, i would have expressed it, but... The waves at the back that's the way I see it and now I'm on that wave I've just, yeah. like, I you know you, you've seen me through the journey I was I was battling through just like oh, oh, but now I'm just like on this wave, and there's another one coming, and it ain't going to be too hard to get back onto that wave because I'm in the groove now, so um yeah for for anyone that likes surfing, then that's a really good analogy I thought <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a good analogy, and I love it, and i think I think it's a really good one because. You know, you're not uh, – I love that analogy, actually. Um, I'll probably take that um, myself because, yeah, you know, when things aren't going right, you know, everything is against you. You know, you mm-hmm. cannot see what's going to happen next. And suddenly you're facing a different direction and everything's going in with the flow. Um, something Jim Rohn used to say as well is that every single person has – like, so if you look at every, everything that you see in the, on the land is in waves, okay? So apart from just a few places on Earth which are dead flat. But otherwise, everything's in waves, the land and the sea, and even the Earth is not round. It's just like a wobbly type of plum shape, (laughs) you know. Um, Nothing's uniform. Everything's in a state of flux, and people are the same. And people have summers, and summers inevitably are followed by autumns, which are followed by winters, which are followed by springs, which are followed by summers. Which are followed by autumns which are followed by winters, so what we must not do is get stuck in winters for very long so Jim Rome would say we all are going to suffer summer followed by autumn by winter, and the challenge is to stay out of winter for as long as you can so so yeah if you're against those waves you know you, you need to believe that there's a reason why you know where you go and you've got to try and find in my opinion I'm always thinking about Okay, what's behind you know the wave? You know where is this going to go? Mm-hmm. You know if 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 this is if this is happening, what can I learn? And and you know what? Um, when things were really tough for me and Claire, and I saw your video, and then I got a hold of Martin, um, we actually ended up uh, within within uh, twelve to fourteen months of watching your video my little boy was actually having a surf lesson at Bondi beach and I was watching him and I was like the biggest, proudest daddy ever to be able to have thought of a way out of that situation and made the right choices to get, you know, on the wave. Literally, it's quite amazing Pete, to be quite honest. And we could never have got there unless we had to make some choices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and that's the, that's uh, the point, isn't it? It's just like, you've got to make the choices. You've got, to, you've got to te- step over the line and just go with it. And sometimes it doesn't feel right. Well, not, it not feel right. It's scary. That's the thing, but you know, deep down, you've got to do it because you've got to. You know, we, we the only way we grow is by stepping out of our comfort zone. You know, it's like you mentioned, the fifties and or the twenty fives were the ones that that you made you feel a little bit out of your comfort zone you know maybe you're not comfortable doing public speaking maybe you're not comfortable going up and introducing yourself to a stranger that you've not met maybe you're not comfortable about doing something or other but that's what makes us grow and makes us become the person that we 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 want (laughs) to be i suppose so um Okay, so so you've mentioned a couple of books. So so can you recommend uh, a couple of books for the listeners if they want to start getting into a bit of positive headspace? What 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 would be Mark's recommendations?
1: Um, I've got a really good one right here. I'm just going to reach for the ones on my desk because then my brain doesn't have to do much work. Um, so I've got a really good one, and I'm and you're right. I owe you twenty quid now because I moved away from the mic to get my book. <laughs> Um, the Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Wattles. seen that one before, Pete? No. You're going to get this in the post in a few days. Um, it's one of the best books you'll ever read, uh, in my opinion. And basically what it says is um, your mindset will bring you what you want in life, but you've got to do the right thing. And it's basically like the granddaddy of all of these books, like The Magic and The Secret, all of those guys based their books on Wallace Wattle's um, essay on the science of getting rich, which was written mid sort of um, 20th century. So it's, it's a pretty amazing essay uh, and it's, um, it's absolutely brilliant. So it's, it's really short, but I, I reckon you, if you just read that every few days, um, you probably wouldn't need any other self-help book at all. Um, and the other one is, I would say, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Because basically, um, what Ryan Holiday um, is is saying is when things are bad, there's an opportunity. And and the third one I would read is Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is just an an, an outstanding book. Because um, um, Atomic Habits um, basically says if you put the ru- so if, if if you want to be a runner, then you've just got to start running, and mm-hmm. if you keep running, then you'll be a runner if you want to be a writer then start writing and if you keep writing you'll be a writer um if you want to be a podcaster keep podcasting and then you'll be a podcaster but if you don't start anything then you're not going to be anything <laughs> so so then you know so so basically what is it that matters to you and what do you need to start doing and when are you going to start doing that
0: so that's an exceptional book perfect perfect you've got three there to choose from listeners so that's really really good and um I look forward to receiving that book. It's uh, it's another one to put on the bookcase that I need to read. I do. I do read them. I do read them. You do send me books. And, um I sent you a book once, didn't I? You did. You sent me Mr. Adventure,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. And, um, i was showing someone a picture of me of that book a couple of days ago, actually, because it's a very significant moment. You know, that was a big, you know, get, I, I ended up, um, because of you, um, getting the chance to meet like the guy who, 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 who has been my type of estate agency idol, uh, John McGrath in Australia, I literally emailed him to see if I could meet him and he said uh, I could. So I actually met him in Australia and interviewed him like you're doing with me and um, he told me all the all the things he could do to help and let me go to his head office and get a meeting with his sort of second-in-command. He's, he's the best estate agent in the world, in my opinion. He's amazing. Uh, so Mr. Adventure... You know, it was quite an event. It was quite an event receiving that because it was a, it was a most amazing adventure we did. Yeah. Nice. nice. So I blame you for that, Mister can That's your fault. We did that. <laughs> but, but your it's- influence it's, it was amazing. And I know it was completely un, you know, expected. But um, it's funny how, uh, you know, you might not get, you know, more than two or three likes, but it's the difference you can make to one person that really matters. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what I like about moving house because you know, if I could do my job well and I can make a big difference in someone's life, then, then, then that's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that, that's sort of where, with my mission with the laughter, it's just, I found something that Mm -hmm. actually I know makes a difference to people. And, you know, if I can make one person make one, that's not worth it. If I can teach (laughs) one person to laugh, that's probably better, you know, a day, then I'm doing a good job. But obviously if I can get a platform where I can get a million people in a day, then (coughs) even better. So one, one at a time. So. Can I, can I say, Pete, today, um,
1: uh, there's, there's obviously this COVID thing going on. Uh, I'm sitting with people today who are sat on their couches crying. Um, okay, they're, they're, there's a lot of sadness and distress in the world at the moment. Um, so it's great that you're doing a podcast about joy and um, laughter and, and happiness. And I'm so you know proud to be a part of that. And part of your journey, because I think what your mission is, is um, more needed than you could ever know, I think. And um, I think it's a really valiant mission. And, and I think you deserve every single like energy to, to achieve it. I think it's a brilliant thing to do. Um, it's very pure. And I know you come from exactly the right place. You just want to make people happy. And you. um, you've got the ability to do that um, today. Uh, so I've done counselling courses to try and understand how to listen and understand people. And today I heard several people um, who weren't distressed at me. Nobody was distressed at me. Um, everyone was just distressed with um, the way the world is at the moment um, to extreme, extreme circumstances. Uh, so all, all I'm going to say, because um, I'm not going to go into detail, but there are people who desperately need laughter at the moment and they have absolutely no access to it whatsoever. Um, and the thought of getting it comes behind a bottle, um, Mm. or some crazy event, which, you know, is not really safe for anyone. So, um, so yeah, you know, um, you're just at the beginning of this mission. So like, who knows, like in 15 years where that mission could end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who knows? People need to, people need to get that laughter in them. You know, they need to understand
0: that they're not on their own, you know, very important. I think you're right. I think, well, I know you're right. It's, um, I think it's just, it's just getting that, there's that barrier. There's a barrier that people just like, just, yeah, I don't know. They just don't know if they get it. And it's just, but I'm getting there. I'm slowly getting there. I'm slowly, slowly chipping away. That's your,
1: that's culture. You know, you, you, it's a cultural thing. I think you, you, the British public don't really do emotion, do they? (laughs) (laughs) I struggle with it. Pete. I do. I, I, I think I'm a happy person, but, you know um it's it's funny doing laughter um it's funny it's a funny thing but you always crack me up so it's okay
0: it's <laughs> good it's good because we're going into that in a minute So that's why that's part of the podcast i've got to get a laugh from you because i've got to put that at the beginning of the podcast so um we're sort of getting to the end of the interview now so um just who who would you say inspires you and why
1: um i think people like tim ferris
0: seth godin um
1: and um even classical people like Claire my wife because she's just full of resilience and you know they're not all big people on stages mm-hmm. um, you know i've got I've got uh, somebody who works with me she's absolutely amazing she's twenty she bought a house um she runs an entire section of my business she's amazing um, and you know there are some there's some amazing people out there um, on stages uh, writers um yeah, I, I really like um, Chris Ducker. Um, people who are trying to help others um, succeed. Um, anyone anyone at all who does that, including, you know, people like yourself, Pete, people like Martin Norbury, people who are there to help others succeed. Um, anyone who does that
0: um, inspires me. Simple. Perfect. Perfect. And so, so um, what two habits would you suggest to anyone listening? who wants to start focus on a bit of a positive mindset what wh- what two habits would you say? Well, let try these two to start with and see how you get on. Um, meditation and exercise personally. Cool. They're good two, mate. They are good too. Definitely. Okay. So final thought, what three things bring you joy?
1: Um, food, <laughs> um,
0: progress and helping others. Thank you so much for listening to laughter and positivity with Pete to access today's show notes and exclusive content. Please head over to Petecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity until then remember if Pete can you can.